before we begin with this AFC South video, I wanted to make a public comment that I am recording all of these episodes on Thursday, June 2nd. And the reason that I'm doing that is because I am working hard on getting Coach Season 4 done. And so, in my attempt to get ahead of work, I forgot to switch shirts between the AFC North and the AFC East. So now, it looks like I wore the same shirt two days in a row. I know that my actions may hurt some, and for that, I have let you down. And I apologize. I hope you could understand. And you might be wondering, Tom, why are you doing such a sad opening? Because the S in AFC South stands for sad. Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. That was a really long, unnecessary intro. Grassy, and today we're going to be taking a look at the AFC South. If you're brand new to this and you just were like, yeah, I just really want to see how the Texans are going to do this season, uh, I'm sorry. And two, basically what we do is we go through every single team, predict their floor, predict their ceiling. I just did that in opposite, but it's fine. I'm sure it could be edited differently. Like, maybe it was like the Inception Hotel, like that scene where he's like running on the ceiling and the ceiling is the floor. But then is he running on the ceiling or is he running on the floor? Like if the ceiling becomes the floor and you're running on it, is it the ceiling anymore? What? What was I talking about? And then at the very end, we rank all of the teams. So starting off, let's just get the sadness out of the way and start with the Houston Texans. Texans fans, I feel for you. And I will say, there's some hope there. Because you don't have Deshaun Watson anymore, which, you know, two years ago, you would have been very upset about. And you might still be upset now at the potential, you know, that was wasted. But the good news, you don't have Deshaun Watson anymore, so every single bad legal story that comes out... You could just sit there with those three first round picks and just be a happy camper. The Texans are in full blown rebuild mode here, right? They are able to actually have some first round picks, which is nice. And considering that they don't have any first round picks, their own first round picks uh, on the team anymore, except I think for a tackle, uh, that that's that's pretty bad. But the Texans are going to be rolling with Davis Mills this year. Him and his draft neck are going to be able to look over the line and do pretty well actually davis mills i think surprised a lot of people and did a lot better than a lot of people were anticipating i still don't think that they are going to be contenders for anything they'll probably still beat the titans at least once but 
other than that, they're still in rebuild mode here. Take a look at their tough games. They got the Colts and Titans twice. They got the Broncos. They got the Bears, Chargers, Raiders, Eagles, Dolphins. They got the Cowboys. They got the Chiefs. They, they got some tough teams here. And yes, I included the Bears here. You're welcome, Bears fans, because I think you actually match up well with the Texans, which you should take as an insult because it is. So I see their floor being around four and 13. I don't think they'll be the first overall pick, but they'll probably be a top five and their ceiling being around six and 11. I think that they'll be able, you know, Brandon Cooks, Davis Mills, you know, have that nice hookup and be able to do a little bit better. That secondary maybe won't be as bad, but yeah, the Texans uh, are rebuilding, but hey, they got three first round picks to do so. Following that, you got the Indianapolis Colts who just loving that QB carousel and around and around it goes. But they land Matt Ryan, much to the happiness of many Colts fans. The Colts were one game away from making the playoffs last year, but then they had to go play the Jaguars. So you know how that ended. The Colts under Matt Ryan, I think, have potential to not only win this division, but also to go pretty damn far in the playoffs. Jonathan Taylor exploding onto the scene last season and just being one of the best running backs in all of football. Him and Derrick Henry were neck and neck before Derrick Henry got injured. It's crazy that the AFC South houses two of the best running backs in football. The Colts taking a look at their schedule. The Titans will probably give them some problems for two games because they usually do. Then they got the Chiefs, the Broncos, the Pats, the Raiders, the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Vikings, and the Chargers. So they don't have the easiest of schedules. I think they should be able to beat the Titans at least one time. And after that, teams like the Patriots, Patriots or the Raiders or the Vikings, they have good chances to beat them. It all is going to depend on how good that defense is this year and how well Matt Ryan is going to be able to operate that offense. I see their floor being around nine and eight just because they are playing some good teams, but I see their ceiling being as high as 13 and four. I don't think they'll hit that ceiling, but with a good QB, a good running back and a good defense, they might be a balanced football team that surprises some people, and I think that they are definitely going to be front runners to win this division. Then you got the Jacksonville Jaguars. <sighs> Jaguars. Uh, well, they were the number one pick for two years in a row. They're going to try to go for a third year in a row. I think that's a turkey in bowling, which... I don't know if that's the sport they're playing, but they might be better at that. The Jaguars spent all offseason throwing a crap ton of money at players that you wouldn't expect to get a crap ton of money, completely devastating the wide receiver market. But hey, Christian Kirk got $72 million, so he's a happy person. I don't think that the Jaguars are going to be as bad as they were last year. I think there's going to be some improvement there. They got Doug Peterson, so they got a new head coach, and anything is better than Urban Meyer. And they did get some key pieces. On top of that, they have some running backs who are going to be returning from injury. And you know, their first overall pick in Trayvon Walker. Yeah, they are going to pray that he is good because they passed on Aiden Hutchinson. And I'm sure Aiden Hutchinson is not upset about that. Taking a look at some of their tough games besides the Colts and the Titans twice. You do have the Chargers. You have the Eagles. You got the Broncos, Raiders, Chiefs, Ravens, and then the Cowboys. And then heck, even the Lions might give them some problems. So they're another team 
they got a bumpy road ahead of them. I see their floor being around 5-12. and 12. Trevor Lawrence in his second year should be better. He showed flashes last year. You just got to hope that he is the guy. And I see their ceiling being as high as 8-9. and nine. I think that they have a higher ceiling than the Texans just because they have a little bit more talent on the team. Again, they're not going to be making the playoffs or anything like that, but their defense should be pretty damn good, especially if Walker winds up panning out. Josh Allen you know, really damn good football player. So I think the Jaguars, again, will improve from last year. And then hopefully they have a foundation like with Trevor Lawrence that they'll be able to be successful in the future. Then finally, you got the Tennessee Titans. Well, they traded away A.J. Brown uh, and the Eagles were like, it's okay, we'll give him all the money. They got Traylon Burks, who showed up to camp out of shape. But he just needs to go hunt more board and he'll be fine. Traylon Burks has the potential to be a good wide receiver if he's able to make sure that he's still in shape. Derrick Henry coming back from injury is going to be big. They needed help along the offensive line. And Ryan Tannehill is the big question here because Ryan Tannehill, you live and die by him. And for Titans fans, I feel like they're getting a little bit fed up. They got Malik Willis, so he's that contingency plan. Ryan Tannehill, after this season, the Titans can say bye-bye and, you know, say don't don't let the door hit you on the way out. Is Ryan Tannehill the guy to lead you to the playoffs? I think he's a very underrated quarterback, but I don't think he's also one of the, he's not a top five QB. And so the Titans might be looking to get an elite QB to make their chances of being successful in the playoffs all that much better. They were able to still clinch the number one overall seed in the AFC last year, which is still crazy to me, but they got bounced in their first game against the Bengals. Taking a look at some of their tough games, they got the Colts twice, the Bills, the Raiders, the Chiefs, the Broncos, the Packers, the Bengals, the Eagles, the Chargers, and the Cowboys. So they're another team. They won their division, and now they're paying the price for it because they are playing against some damn good quality opponents. Now, that defensive line should continue to be amazing. It was stellar last year. Hell, they sacked Joe Burrow nine times, but they still weren't able to beat him because they didn't take advantage of opportunities on offense. So taking a look at their floor, I think it's going to depend on how Tannehill is going to do and what they're going to do at wide receiver and how that's going to play out. I see it as low as six and 11. I don't think they'll finish that poorly, but taking a look at their ceiling, I see them finishing as high as 10 and 7. It's going to depend on how they play against the Colts and taking a look at some of these really good quality opponents. The Titans better bring their A game nearly every single game this season because it is not going to be an easy ride. So taking a look at how I see the standings, I see the Colts finishing first, followed by the Titans, then the Jaguars, and in fourth place, the Houston Texans. But of course, let me know what you think down in the comments below. You can send me at TomGrossyComedy.com or TomGrossyComedy, all social media, see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grossy. And as always, Go Pack Go!